You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Well, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him cause he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke and it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get red and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head. I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean My fists got hard, my wits got keen Roamed from town to town to hide my shame But I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky-tonks and bars And kill that man that give me that awful name All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about Johnny Cash at San Quentin. In the room, I have Sean, Rob, Adam, Andrew, Mm -hmm. and Ben. Hello. Uh, Sam Quentin. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ben Bussell. <laughs> uh, San Quentin is the 31st overall album by Johnny Cash, recorded live in San Quentin State Prison on February 24th, 1969, and released on June 4th of the same year on Columbia Records. The producer was Bob Johnston. The genre is rock and roll, country, folk, blues, and gospel. <laughs> and the book, uh, I'm going to read from the book, Peter Watts. Following the success of At Folsom Prison, Johnny Cash arrived at San Quentin on February 1969 accompanied by Columbia Recordings team and a British television crew. This was Cash's fourth visit to the prison, but the first without Luther Perkins, his guitarist since their Sundays, who had died a few months before. Cash's set at Folsom Prison featured a barrage of songs about death, prison, and murder, but at San Quentin the material was less bleakly violent, perhaps mirroring the taming of his own wild ways. However, it did contain the first airing of one new song, San Quentin, and Cash's uncompromising delivery of this powerful condemnation of prisons in general. San Quentin, in particular, almost provoked an audience riot. This reaction so impressed Cash, he promptly sang it again. Otherwise, the album is a combination of spirituals, wild rockability, and novelty in A Boy Named Sue. The later reached number two in the U.S. charts, Cash's biggest hit. The album itself reached number one, and by the end of the year, Cash was hosting his own primetime network TV show. The anti-authoritarian prison albums have proven popular with anti-war West Coast liberals, as well as the country-loving crowd that forms Cash's typical audience. The album is now only available in its extended version, but that is not a bad thing. Every extra track adds to the remarkable experience. Alright, what do we think of Johnny Cash at San Quentin? I like it better than Folsom. Really? I do. I do. This tell, is this is like one of my favorite live albums of all times. Tell me why it's better. Well, they're both good. I love this record because it feels like anything can happen. He like like during during San Quentin. Yeah, like like the first time like I, I bought this record at like uh like a 
thrift store, used used store or whatever years ago, and I listened to it, and I, I didn't know much about it. But like when he goes into San Quentin and he can't even like sing the next line because people are screaming so loud yeah. mm. about how much they hate the prison they're in. And then and he just rolls with it. And then at the end of it, he's like, oh, let's just do it again. <laughs> like I was hooked at that point. I'm like, OK, you've got my attention. Like what else is going to happen at this crazy show? You know, the, I, or go ahead. I was just going to say, I love how much of his stage banter is left in. They cut songs like they cut songs for time, so it would fit on a record. But they didn't. They didn't. Like they could have cut all of the parts of him talking and thrown a few more songs on, but they left that part. And I love that. Like the parts where he's just like talking to the prisoners, communicating with the guards. It really like puts you in in the whole scene. I totally you know? agree. I my my question that was answered by the the bio. Did he did he debut San Quentin at this show? And I mean, like, talk about going in to a situation where it's already. I mean, no, he he'd done it before, and whoever, by the way, created whoever thought whoever's idea it was for him to play a prison. Yeah, just like it was his. It was his idea. Yeah, I think he was but, getting letters because it's like number one cool points decision of the like 20th century in music because <laughs> like. Uh, how, how hold, do you... hold on just one second on that. Nixon, Blood, Sweat, and Tears tour. <laughs> no, I, I would say Metallica and Quentin, the same anger. Stanger, Stang, as we Stanger, call it. As, Stanger. We, as it is known. Um, nope. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, cool points, um, I'm saying. But, I know, it's just such a crazy, I mean, I'm sure it's been done, somebody had been playing prisons, but and I just he, didn't know about it. He but. had, before he even recorded the first one, he had been playing some prisons, yeah. and he wanted to do a live album in there, and no one would give him the resources. They, they, they were just flat out no, and then Bob Johnson, who's a producer right. on the previous one, he kind of came into power, and he had some crazy ideas, and right when that switch happened, uh, Cash you know, prompted him, said, let's let me do this. I will do this, and people will love it, and the prisoners will love it. Every, you know, it's a great. It's great so thing. wild that yeah. the prisons would allow him to come in and sing songs that were specifically about not just like what it's like to be a criminal or whatever, but like fuck this prison, <laughs> not <laughs> fuck prison. The concept of fuck this prison right here, and here is every line. Every single line of the song of San Quentin is like, fuck that guy, fuck Joe, fuck you, well, like, 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 fuck these walls, fuck these screws, fuck the wood that was built this place. Like, it's just crazy. The way Ben said that he was talking to the prisoners and communicating with the guards is a good way to put it. Where yeah. he, he was talking to them, like, he was there just for them. He didn't care about TV cameras, he didn't care about the guards or the warden, like, they were just there to get him water, you know, like, yeah. he was communicating with them because those were his people. His right. people were not... He was not like, what do you want to hear? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. The, I like his line, yeah, like, the, I'm here recording a record, they're filming it for TV in England. Yeah. He's like, there's songs they want me to play, but I'm here to do what you want me to do and what I want to do. Right. <laughs> and also, like, his, 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 like, preamble to San Quentin, uh, he says, I think I understand how you feel about some things, it's none of my business how you feel about other things. 
and I don't give a damn how you feel about other things. <laughs> and then he goes into the song. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that's so cool. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, like, when he was talking about, like, his suitcase full of dope, you know. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't being, like, patronizing. He was just like, I'm more like you than I am like them. And, like, you see that. I see that. So let's just do this thing. Really There's so beautiful. much rule bending going on too. Just this whole thing, and I like I like your comment Ben about the idea that um, anything can happen because when you hear those people cheering at like at, at the most like intense lines, it, there's a bit of a like oh something's in the air kind of feel with this record that you know there's not a lot of live records that have that you know there's people cheering because they're just like yay you but like this is definitely like. A little more intense. Yeah, there's and tension. It's, and it's also, he's, you know, I think these people are, are hooked on every line. They're singing, the, they're, they're cheering for the lines that resonate. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's, it. It's that, like, weird mix of emotions that made this a great record for me. It was, like, it's fun. People are, like, having a good time and hollering and stuff. It's tense because of the, it's in a prison. Yeah, and there's that whole dichotomy between like he's like getting into it with the guards a little bit and like and like riffing on them and yeah, like, um, and and it's also like there's some sweet songs and stuff and like and it's just like this this tension of emotions and just made it a really fun good record. Yeah, it just occurred to me that someone serving life in San Quentin probably saw this show and then oh, had to be shit. in that fucking Metallica video. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a sentence. Wowie wow. <laughs> the old timers in the back. Like, <laughs> this is modern music. <laughs> the, the version of this that I first heard was was that beat up copy I got at like a thrift store and it was the original Columbia release of it. And Columbia it's bleeped. Like they, they bleep out they bleep out damn and hell. And so I was listening to it, not knowing what he was actually saying. And I thought what he was saying was so much more vulgar <laughs> than what he's actually saying. <laughs> like, I, I still don't know what he says when, can you tune this guitar? When he's having trouble tuning his guitar, because he, I just hear him saying, he hands the guitar to someone, can you tune this? I'm like, oh, he just called his guitar a fucker. Like, can you, can you tune this fucker? Or like in a, in A Boy Named Sue, I know that the line is, I'm the son of a bitch that named you Sue, but on my record is, I'm the boop that named you Sue, and I could, I was certain that he said motherfucker. <laughs> I am the motherfucker that named you Sue. <laughs> well, he also mentioned the um, prisoners that couldn't come, which I thought was really, it was really sweet, also, yeah. but it's all, it like speaks to the climate of the show, where he's like, okay, well, this they have like a level for how dangerous this can be and they clearly had to excuse some people because they're too dangerous. They couldn't find the key to the door. Oh, you know that famous uh, Johnny Cash uh, flipping the bird poster that's up in every dorm? That was from the show. Yes. Uh, It was the the British uh, TV crew, the Granada television crew, they were getting all up in his face to film the thing and they were blocking his view of the inmates and he told them to clear the stage, and they weren't. And that's what that flip the bird photo. Oh, really? Comes from. Yeah, yeah. That's actually like, oh, that's so much better that it's off the cuff. Yeah. Mm. Is there a video of this like? Yeah. Available. Yeah. Uh, I easy to. I've get, never seen get. it, but I once turned on CMT right as it was ending, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like the one good thing CMT did. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't say, ah, oh, damn, and it's bleeped out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said, oh, heck. <laughs> Son of a gun. Yeah. Love 
is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire True, the uh, the boy named Sue thing. He was like reading off the fucking like uh, the floor. Like no, the, the no one except scene. him knew he was going to play it, including okay. the camera crew, including his own band. Uh, I think. When that did Shel Silverstein get him that poem? I th- what it sounds like to me, like after having read that and listening to it, it sounds like they may have rehearsed it once or twice, but they didn't know they were going to be playing it for a recording. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's he's reading the lyrics, and especially in the second half of the song, he gets off cadence a few times, and the mm-hmm. band kind of just goes into a holding pattern and waits for him to figure it out. Yeah, which is kind of amazing because then it was the hit song. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like the radio version of it. Yeah, is one of my he, he one of my earliest memories is my mom putting that forty five on and wow. being like, "You'll like this song." It was like. <laughs> Kids like, like okay, yeah, a little, yeah. little kid, four-year-old kid or whatever were like this. I feel like people were often referencing that song around me when I was young, and I never knew what it, they were talking about because I'm a girl named Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and now I get it. <laughs> uh, I think it's really interesting, too, that this is, um, you know, there are very few live recordings where it's an isolated group like this. Like, it's, he's just playing for men. And that's interesting, because especially because we listen to a lot of records that are so much about, you know, like men and women, and like you know, like we have Crosby, Stills, and Nash just singing songs to try to woo ladies. Like this is just a dude playing for dudes, and like June's there, but it's not about her. It's just a bunch of men, and like that's pretty intense. <laughs> it's, it probably smelled horrible, <laughs> but also it's just an interesting dynamic where it's just like this boys' club kind of feel, and like you know, like these dudes like feel seen finally after it's being pushed around for knows how long you know they have like this like alpha dude paying them some some attention and it's just interesting yeah acknowledging them yeah proselytizing sometimes yeah <laughs> but they like that right now we're listening to the the stage banter in between darling companion and starkville city jail which is actually my favorite part of the whole record like this little he talks for like two or three minutes and in that in that little two or three minutes he has some conflict with the camera crew because he sets his guitar down. He makes some joke about it blocking their camera view. He's like, does this block your camera view? Well, okay, well, I'll just set it there then. <laughs> and like the animation, like, <laughs> uh, he does his tribute to uh, Luther Perkins, his old guitar player uh, who died seven months before it. Uh, he makes the reference to having drugs on his person. Uh, <laughs> he talks about getting uh, getting arrested for picking flowers and like this whole like in between those two songs, he kind of just like he hits all the bases, and he's just like, "I'm Johnny Cash, I'm your dude." Yeah, it's like, another song. It's like <laughs> him, his like Vegas show. He just knows the. He knows his crowd. He knows his crowd. Oh yeah, and they're degenerates. Hundred percent. Also, I mean, like the thing that you just said about the like trying to just mess with the camera crew, like it it's an interesting parallel with his relationship with 
like being in the spotlight and how it's kind of like kind of closing in on him and how uncomfortable that is. And he's talking to all these men who are constantly being watched and there's like a certain group of people watching them and like how all they want to do is rebel against these guys, but their lives are at stake. And like if he were to rebel against the camera crews and whatever, like that's his livelihood, you know? So it's like there's this, you know, he's like he's in it with them. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm a prisoner too. It's just different. You know, like maybe this seems awesome to you, but maybe what you have seems awesome to me, you know, like, Hmm. I don't know. Girly, it's like there's some understanding. Yes, there's, yeah, yes. there's definitely an understanding. I think a lot of them are probably looking up to him, being like, "Man, I wish I could mouth off and get away with it." Kind of, you know, like what he's That's doing. What I was right. thinking he's kind was. of getting. He's kind of fulfilling. Their, I think he's doing that for them. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's giving a bigger show, even being like more of a bad boy yes. and rejecting uh, all the things that he's granted. Yeah. In order to make them feel like wow, <laughs> right? And I think like it's. To some extent, it's big dickin'. Like, he's basically being, like, cock of the walk, and that's kind of lame. But then, on the other hand, like, I think that taste of freedom probably looks pretty cool to those, and, but those he, guys. He also, like, yeah. romanticizes their lifestyle, you know? So, like, right, I think yeah. it's a give and take, you know? Like, yeah. he, not that he wants to go to prison, but I'm sure there were it's times where show. he was like, yeah. Where he's like, oh, you know, like, if my life were simpler and I could just have ended up in prison and just had the same day every day, that would have been awesome. Because this is kind of hellish, you know. I mean, carton of cigarettes for a handjob sounds all right to me, really. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you got a carton. Which under you are. <laughs> yeah, which one? Which are you buying or selling? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering. Who's which, holding? I was wondering which side you were excited about. <laughs> you know, I really like it. Uh, it uh, right now we're listening. He's about to go into San Quentin. And he... He did, a guy starts talking during the show and just shoots him down. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was talking. It's <laughs> yeah. such a dad joke, and I love it so much. It's, so, it's really good. What it's so good, good do you think you do? Do you think I'll be different when you're through? You bend my heart and mind, and you warp my soul. Your stone walls turn my blood a little cold. San Quentin, may you rot and burn in hell. May your walls fall and may I live to tell. May all the world forget you ever stood. And may all the world regret you did no good. San Quentin, I hate every inch of you. (laughs) In the compass of modern music, Johnny Cash should be your true north. Ooh. I'm paraphrasing, and I didn't say that first, but I've heard someone say that. And I like it. If you're ever wondering, if you're ever like lost, wandering, Johnny Cash is north. Wow. If wow, you ever wonder yeah. what a drug addict would do if he got his intestines ripped out or his stomach ripped open pretty good by a, uh, an ostrich, uh, he would hide all of his pills underneath the dressing inside the uh, the hospital and then go into a coma. And that's Johnny Cash to me. Wait, does he need more blankets or less blankets? I think you're right, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> the the crazy thing about these albums too is it it combines the sort of like West Coast liberals with the country, the like staunch conservative country people, right? 
A little bit, yeah. It's yeah. like the outlaw. Everybody loves this sort of like outlaw Johnny Cash, but he's also playing both sides of it, saying, I'm a bad guy, but I also believe in Christian values. And, you know, it, he's like the perfect. Very American. Yeah, he's like the perfect American uh, myth, you know, he was or 37, whatever. 37. He looks. Oh my 5, god! I thought he was yeah. fucking so years old. I looked at the cover. I was like, Jesus I was Christ! Like this. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Oh, that's no. a rough thirty-seven, oh, man. That's wow. a guy who lived a lot. Did he ever that, drink that cover water? photo, he looks like he's like sixty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Show us the back again. Oh, he's <laughs> like a death mask. Sean, <laughs> I'm thirty-eight. How bad is this? <laughs> and he's I not a bad-looking guy. That's I'm what forty-seven. Makes it... Oh boy. <laughs> but I'm very beautiful. <laughs> he he looks at least forty-seven. Yeah. 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 I mean, like that's like. The age of most of yeah, us. That's rough. Uh, that I mean, is... You can double check my math. He was born in 32. Nice. This is 69. Yeah. Nice. Well, you're, you're good. <laughs> hard <laughs> living. Yeah. Road, road hard, put away wet. Johnny Cash. <laughs> he also had that scar. He, he, yeah. he would... He, I mean, they claim that it, that scar came from a doctor who was drunk that was trying to, you know... That was a machete fight. Surgery. <laughs> yeah. He, he was the youngest... Country Music Hall Hall of Fame's uh, youngest living inductee at 48. Wow! During the 80s, where he looked like he was yeah 95. Yeah. They they just got fooled by uh, <laughs> how old he looked. What a husk! I know. You know. know to it's be like, fair, it, though, between like 1969 and when, when did I like 2004 or whatever. He really only aged like twenty years. That's true. That's true. true. Um, all that clean living. All that yeah. clean living. <laughs> so he was invited in nineteen seventy by Richard Nixon to play Oki from Muskogee. Chris least, Christopherson song. Uh, Merle Haggard song. Oh, sorry, Merle. Song about useful drug users and war protesters and welfare Cadillac. Guy Drake song, which denies the integration of a. Uh, uh, Integrity of wel- welfare recipient and a boy named Sue. Cash declined to play the first two and instead selected other songs, including Ballad of Ira Hayes about brave Na- Native American World War II veterans. Hmm. Cool. So he basically is like he sure, claims later he claims later he didn't he didn't know those other songs, but I think he also was just like fuck you, I'll play whatever the whatever I want. And then later, Nixon joked, said he learned one thing about Johnny Cash, that the singer did not want to be told what to sing. <laughs> I think that that's pretty clearly spelled out throughout history. Yeah. <laughs> that Johnny Cash preferred not to be told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have to go around the room and I talk about, so. does everybody just love this album? It's really good. I, I like it's this great, album. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I could... I mean, if I could say anything negative, all it would just be that maybe the recording quality is a little. How's that grab you, Bob? Uh, <laughs> maybe not, you know, as clean as it could right. be. It's I kind of like, like it though. It, that's it, it gets a little dirt. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true, it yeah. might contribute to what Ben's saying is the rowdiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I was gonna say that's probably the best they could do for 1969 sure. in, in a prison. prison. Yeah, the oh, acoustics yeah. are amazing. Right. Well, I mean, no, the the, the live at Folsom Sidham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> life, at, <laughs> live at Folsom City. 
Uh, nope. Nope. Folsom <laughs> Prison. Let's go with that. Here Let's we go. Here we go first. Live at Folsom Prison. It's a better recording. Yeah. Maybe that prison had better acoustics. Well, More they, meat bags. Maybe they had a better cafeteria to set up in. Yeah. <laughs> maybe your mom had better acoustics. Exactly. Maybe they had a little more access or something oh, like that. Uh, oh, yeah. What are we doing next? I don't have... I, I think it's Green, it's Green River. CCR Green River. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Next time we'll be talking about Credence, Clearwater, Revival, and Green River. All right. Thanks, y'all. Yep. Put the screws on me and I'm going to screw right off money is what I'm going to do, though. You know that? Tired of all that shit. Yeah. I got this shit. All right. I tell you what. The show is being recorded and televised for England. And, uh... They said, they told me, they said, uh, they said, uh, you got to do this song, you got to do that song, you know, you got to stand like this or act like this. I just don't get it, man. You know, I'm here, I'm here to do what you want me to and what I want to do. Right? Okay. <laughs> so what do you want to hear? All right, all right. I walked the line. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that's fine Because you're mine I walk the line